Welcome to our weekly and Episcopal Sermon podcast. We are so glad you found us. This is a live recording of the gospel reading and sermon from last Sunday's service at the Episcopal Church in Almaden. The life of this podcast depends on your listening support. If you enjoy our podcast and would like to support us, simply subscribe to this podcast on your channel of choice. Come. Join us along our shared path for today's episode. The shepherds pulled their coats tighter around them against the cold. And the youngest one, Yeshua, scooted a little closer to their small fire. He'd just hired on with a family who had many sheep. And he wasn't used to sleeping outside in the bitter cold. Yeshua had just turned 10, the oldest of five, and his mother was about to give birth again. His father had been arrested a few months back for plotting insurrection and had been executed by the Romans. Yeshua was now the breadwinner of his family and their prospects were not looking so good. He kept having the same terrible dream that his mother had died in childbirth, and he would wake up in a sweat, and that just made him colder. Yeshua longed for things to be like they were when his father was with them, when they were all together and when they had almost enough. At age 10, Yeshua's heart, mind, and very soul were already weighed down with grief, worry, and despair for himself and for those he loved. And then the angels appeared the sky alive with light and singing and joy. Yeshua couldn't explain what happened in his heart when he looked at that newborn baby wrapped up tightly, lying in a feed trough, and at his tired young mother who looked so serene. She'd looked straight at him, her face softening even more, and she smiled right at him. (coughs) Her smile went right into his soul. And decades later, even in his old age, Yeshua never forgot that night, and he never again despaired, hope, not wishing or longing, hope that could not be destroyed had been reborn in his soul that night. Tonight, we celebrate love incarnated as a human baby, unconditional love. Love come down to and for each of us. 
Love come to earth to banish despair, to bestow hope and peace, to make all things new. How can the birth of a poor baby in a barn two millennia ago do this? It's hard for human beings to love unconditionally. We can barely love ourselves well. And so it's hard for us to imagine that we are loved unconditionally. But what difference would it make in the world if all of us truly believed that we were loved unconditionally by God right now? Can we imagine? Can we imagine a world where all people care for one another, where there's enough for all because everyone shares? Can we imagine seeing all humans, having all humans see every other human as their sisters and brothers? There would be no greed, no war, no need to grasp or hoard, no need to come first or be better than anyone else. We could celebrate everyone's uniqueness. Can we imagine the freedom, joy, and peace that that would bring? Some will say that that is just silly dreaming. That's really not the way the word world works. Just look around. But it's the way the world was created to work. The world, the way, the way the world is intended to work. In harmony, everyone striving together for good. It is, in fact, a description of the dream of God. We hear it over and over in the scriptures. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in deep darkness, on them a light has shined. For all the boots of the tramping warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For us a child has been born, a son has been given to us, and there shall be endless peace. That is the dream of God. That is what the Bible tells us. The birth that we celebrate tonight inaugurated this dream for the world anew. In God's coming to earth to become human, to actually be one of us, to live among us and show us how to live in love. This is the ultimate expression of unconditional love for every human being. The love that banishes despair and brings hope. 
God was willing to do anything so that all of us might believe we are truly and completely loved. And so that love would change us and how we live, thus bringing about God's dream. The angel said that the sign of this, this love, this good news of great joy for all people was a newborn baby lying in a feed trough. Not the star, not the angels, not the singing, but the child. The child himself was the sign of God's intention to renew the world into harmony. And though it's often hard to see, that's what God is doing. When you are tempted to despair about the condition of humanity and the world, when you watch the news, remember the sign. The incredibly unexpected sign of peace that is that newborn in a feed trough God uses the least and the lowly. God uses the most unlikely and even the greatly flawed to bring about God's dream. God uses you and me to bring about God's dream. One person at a time loved unconditionally into greater wholeness that we may pass that on. When you're weighed down with care and sorrow, when you're afraid, when you long for things <clears throat> to be the way they used to be, remember the sign, the newborn in the feed trough and never forget that you are loved beyond your wildest imaginings by God, by our God who would do and did anything for your wholeness, peace, and joy. Alleluia, thanks be to God. Thank you for listening to this week's episode on An Episcopal Sermon Podcast. May this episode inspire you to apply lessons from these teachings to your everyday life. If you found inspiration in this episode, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast through the channel of your choice and spread the word. If you would like to see the full service from which today's sermon was drawn, visit our YouTube channel linked in the show notes of this episode. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to donate any amount to our listeners' support on Anchor or visit the donation page on our website, www.churchinalmaden.org slash donations.